You suck, Chris. Are you ready for some meatballs? You suck, Chris. Oh my gosh, they did it again. The Bears pull out an improbable fourth quarter win uh, against another bad team. <laughs> but hey, we'll take it. The Chicago Bears are 3-0. and uh, We don't always do this, and we're planning on not doing this actually, but these two of these fourth quarters have just been so ah uh, crazy that we've just had to talk about it. So um, Mark's going to come on in here, and we are going to uh, uh, just talk about what we saw about the... Uh, the Bears' improbable fourth quarter win against the Falcons, and uh, where they go from here. So uh, I'm going to bring in Mark, and uh, let's do this. Hello. Hey, Mark. Uh, how's your blood pressure? Well, I gave blood today, but uh, I somehow have survived all of this. I'm going to have to rethink that strategy moving <laughs> forward. You you gave blood before the game? Yeah. Oh, bad idea. <laughs> I'm going to go die now. Okay, so, all right. Two out of three games now. Eh, they're going to lose to a bad team with a bad defense, and they pull it out. What are you but talking this... about? I believed all the way, all the time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this time, it wasn't Mitch. We got a lot to talk about. We do. I don't even hardly know where to begin. I mean, I know what the big stories are going to be, but... Well, you texted me. You said uh, Neggy. I do. I, let's. Can we lead there really quick? Let's do it. Because it won't take but a second. He screwed up the end of the first half again. I don't always understand the play calls, but Matt Neggy has got the most important thing that a coach needs to have, and he has it in spades. I mean, it is just saturates this team. Buy-in. Man, mm. they don't give up. Nope. For whatever else. I've said it before. He's a good leader. And they love him, and they play their tails off for him, and they don't give up. Clearly. We've seen Clearly what they it love looks him. like when they don't. So before we get too mad about the X's and O's or question time management, don't forget what it looks like when a team gives up on its coach. Yeah, And we so don't pretty, have that. Pretty much my whole adult life is a Bears fan. Oh, yeah, maybe Lovey had lovey several years. teams where yeah, they were lovey good had, like, yeah. with that too. But, yeah, I mean, Tressman, clearly. Fox, clearly <laughs> had that issue. So – well, Kudos well, to to Nagy for the culture, and I guess Pace to get a little credit for the kind of guys they bring in. But yeah, so I just want I wanted to leave with that because I know it'll get kind of lost in the shuffle with everything else. Yeah, and like you said, completely separate from X's and O's and game day decision. But yeah, yeah, I'd has... still like to see someone else call the play so he can just lead and manage the game in front of him because I think sometimes he doesn't coach the game we're watching always. <laughs> but now is not a good day to critique that after that comeback. Well, he um, let's just jump right into it with Nick Folds. I mean, clearly, I don't know. For me, watching that interception Mitch threw at the start of the third quarter, I knew that's it. He's done. That interception, that interception should not grown. He has not changed. We're still looking at the same kinds of mistakes as three years ago. And uh, yeah, can I nitpick you for a second? Yes, yes, please. The whole game was showing it. That was just the yeah. straw that broke the camel's back. Because the True. real problem is he had happy feet. He couldn't figure out where to go with the ball. 
He's sitting there holding it. He took two coverage sacks against a seriously terrible secondary. As I edit <laughs> Thank myself. you. This is a kid show. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. I caught it. I caught it. And, uh, you know, that that interception was just like, and there's the, the final proof. Yeah. Um, exactly. When Mitch is good, he's good. But when he's bad, he's, he's just un, incredibly frustrating to watch because they can't do anything. And, and they moved the ball 100 – 50 yards in the first quarter, whatever stupid stat they had for three points. You know, three points. he doesn't run Matt Nagy's offense. That's the problem. And Matt Nagy mm-hmm. keeps wanting to run it. And so there went the running game. Here comes the Matt Nagy offense. There goes Mitch looking good at all. And I just don't think it's, it's not sustainable because he's too erratic. Yeah. And Nagy can't run the 12 personnel, 13 personnel, run heavy play action stuff often enough. He's always going to try to sneak back into the KC stuff. And Mitch will never be good at that. Yeah, uh, Mitch's best play of the game, I think you would agree, was the forty-five yard scramble. So he still looked funny there. I don't know it's why. Still, he, yeah, yeah. It it wasn't a you know it wasn't a drawn up play like that. It was just him making the play, which is fine, which is great. But when that is your quarterback's best weapon or your best, uh, you know, you can't win. You can't win for. Uh, you can't sustain winning. With that as your main, as your right, he's just too erratic. But like, yeah. okay, if we're honest, that one of the things we got to be honest about is all Foles did was what Trubisky did to the Lions in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Only it looks more like it's supposed to, right? It's okay. The thing that was just a revelation for me, even when the first you know drive ends in an interception, right? That was his first series. Mm-hmm. which, of course, we can talk about that call later. Mm-hmm. But the thing that was a revelation for me is Foles at the line. He does a read. He may be audible as he doesn't. Mitch occasionally does it. But a quick read at the line, snap the ball, quick read, and the ball is out. Mitch will do the whole, mm, wait, is he open? Wait, no, maybe it's over here. Or he'll uh-huh. stare down a guy without a pre-snap read, which is totally what happened in the interception. And it's like Foles did it. It's like that. that's actually that's what it's supposed to look like. God help us if there's ever a pass rush anywhere near him because he's not going to do a damn thing. <laughs> But right. otherwise, that's what this is supposed to look like. And he's he's just going to be better at running what Nagy wants to run. And so we'll see if it's good Yeah, you know, in the next couple of weeks. But he's obviously processing at a level Mitch will never do. Correct. And I think people just need to accept now that Foles – will not look like that against good defenses. I mean, he'll he'll look no. he'll look okay, but that is a really really bad uh Falcons defense and it's it's really a shame that Mitch couldn't do anything against them and all that Foles really did is what a competent QB should do against a bad defense like that. So yes, I, I mean, kudos to Foles carve this defense up and he yeah. did what he's supposed to. Kudos we'll to know Foles a lot more in a couple it. weeks. I just don't want people to think that Bears Super Bowl now, yeah, yeah, and, you know, and maybe they'll be better overall the rest of the year with competent, consistent, average quarterback. I mean, their next play. two games are tough. Yeah, because they're not lose both of those. They're probably going to split just because it's the way the league tends to work. I feel like, but more on that whenever. That, uh, but do you agree that Mitch is done? That it's Foles unless he gets injured the rest of the way. Uh, for the most part. I will say this. If this is the real real Nick Foles where he comes in and he, he reads the field well and he makes quick, decisive decisions so he's not taking a ton of sacks and risking the strip sacks and stuff like that, then yes. Um, but you know, that looked a lot like 2017 Foles, but we hadn't seen that for two years on other rosters, mm-hmm. right? And the, the big thing was, well, it's because he fits this scheme so well. 
And so seeing him come in out of relief, like, like he is the greatest relief pitcher in NFL history, right? <laughs> seeing him come in and, and, you know, strike out the side with the bases loaded in every, you know, possible you know, cliche you want to give as far as leading the team to a comeback, it's hard not to be like, okay, we might have something here. Because I think the roster's actually got a pretty solid amount of talent if they can get consistent QB play. Yeah, I just don't see how you can go back to Mitch after it's his oh, fourth no. year. He has to get hurt or have a, like a fourth yeah. interception kind of game and mm-hmm. look like you know his shoulders hurt, but he's not admitting it or something. It's the fourth year, still making the same mistakes. They didn't pick up his fifth year option. I just unless Foles is hurt, I think you know Trubisky is Trubisky. Was everything about Mitch that's maddening, right? So the fourth yeah. quarter against the Lions is the oh, there's your number two overall pick finally because he's just like pitch and catch, right? Mm-hmm. He's just not thinking. He's reading zone or not zones. He's reading you know man coverage and he kills it. And that's just he's made a career off of killing man coverage and the Lions specifically. And then you know you needed more like the Tampa Bay 2018 game here. I mean, this is how bad the Falcons secondary is, and we yeah. didn't get that until Mitch came out. Because it was everything we hated last year. It's a brutal turnover. It's holding the ball too long and taking dumb sacks. It's it's just there's no flow, no rhythm, and despite them moving the ball, they can't seem to score. And it's it's not fair to blame one guy. I really believe that. But then when you see what it looks like when someone who's maybe can we just say more professional and, and NFL ready, especially mentally. Yeah. Man, I just can't get past the processing speed thing. I say more Nagy talks about it all. Yeah, Nagy. Yeah, there you go. Nagy <laughs> talks about it all the time with Mitch that the timing was off. It wasn't that inaccurate. The route was short. There's all these little things, but like rhythm and pace really matter in this offense, unless a play breaks down. And Mitch is really better when they break down. Well, that's come on. That's not sustainable. No, we've known it all along. We just wanted it to work out, and yeah, it just wasn't. Yeah, and the offensive line was kind of. Eh, they played a lot too. better in the second half. And you have uh, yeah, to wonder if how much did. of that was just the shot in the arm, you know, uh-huh. kind of weird stuff. I don't think it's because they wanted Mitch to fail, but I think they <laughs> might have gotten – is it fair to ask if there was an adrenaline boost when they made that switch? Yeah. Especially for the defense. The defense was amazing to end the game. That's the other thing I want to make sure it doesn't get buried. Yeah. But how much of it was – I mean, the Falcons were horrible in the fourth quarter. Top down, Matt Ryan who looked like Mitch in the first quarter overthrowing guys and panicking yep. and but how much the, of that was he'd finally been hit a bunch that could be i don't man i could talk to you for two hours about this football game <laughs> <laughs> i want to say this though the defense gives up the td right out of half we both give them grief and make fun of the narrative yep. that they're tired i still hate mm-hmm. that narrative totally lazy <laughs> do your job you're a freaking athlete mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i don't buy any of that they played like crap that first possession of the third quarter and then the last seven possessions or, or five or whatever it is. I don't know. They had like a whole bunch of three and outs and then a turnover to end the game. Mm-hmm. They didn't score in seven possessions. And I think it was three straight three and outs and a turnover. Yeah. And, you know, I, like they closed out that game. They did. And so I they deserve that. But the, no Julio, there's always the asterisks, but you know right, what? You right. who you're playing and they I did was, it again. But the, the Falcons helped them out so much. I mean, the, but the, the refs helped the Falcons so much. Oh, you know what I'm saying? yeah, that's true. Well, let's get to that in a second. But like, yeah, first of all, the, the Falcons, the the drive before the go-ahead touchdown, they were punting after six seconds <laughs> came off the clock. How do you only spend six seconds on first down, second down, third down when you're trying to protect the lead in the fourth quarter and you know you can feel 
momentum shifting. What is their coaching staff doing? I don't think Dan Quinn calls plays, does he? I have but no that, idea if he calls. I don't think so. The announcer sure seemed like he didn't. He's a defensive guy, right? So, I mean, how many years now have the Falcons have this problem of? <laughs> I mean, we saw it last week against Dallas. And, of course, the Super Bowl a few years ago against yeah, the Patriots. So, but I just don't know. What were the Falcons trying to do? I don't get it. I don't know. Defensively, they, they masked all these issues in the secondary. See, this is the problem. They got a bunch of guys hurt in the secondary and one trying to kill us all or whatever. <laughs> COVID test. Okay. And then and the Bears can't take advantage of it forever. And then all of a sudden, Foles is and he's like, ooh, one-on-one on the sideline with a backup corner. Going there, going there, going there. Enough of those are good plays for the Bears. And all of a sudden, we're good again. Is that the coach or the situation they're in? The fact that they turtle up and just stink at the end of the game has obviously got a connection to coaching like 100%. That's mental. No, no doubt. Yeah, there's, there's a part of this that has to come back to him. I fully expect him to be fired by this time tomorrow after a <laughs> loss like this. I really do. Like, you can't mm. just keep pretending that everything's fine there. Right. But I don't – the problem with the story being just about that is the Bears do deserve credit right and and like they executed yes. the yes. defensive line got after it by the time it was all said and done they'd hit ryan quite a bit <coughs> they also had a turnover taken away on a totally bogus rule oh. which i thought it was a bad call and a bad rule um, what is williams supposed to do well, well edwards but yeah he, edwards, what is he supposed sorry, to do wrong mario. No, no, it's okay yeah it's super mario. mario uh what yeah. what's he supposed to do uh you know he's got you know, Cleo Mack is tackling him, and so his head is where Edwards is diving, which was his waist before he's uh-huh. being tackled. And I see, you see it all the time in the NFL. It's mm-hmm. bogus. Can't stand it. Bears got one of those later with Montgomery that I thought was not as big a situation, but also like that's just a stupid rule. Mm-hmm. And that rule, it, like intent matters, and if the defender player is already diving, they can't hardly help it. Now I right. thought it was fair on the punt return to call Atlanta. It was. It almost felt like somebody told the refs with six minutes to go. Holy crap, guys! This is the most unbiased or biased officiating game ever. You're gonna have to call some penalties on Atlanta. It was, it was bizarre horrible. how it flipped. Where all of a sudden they finally called yep. three or four on on them in a row. But that was the worst officiating I've seen in a Bears game. I'll yeah. still say Saints Rams a couple years ago in the playoffs was yeah, worse yeah. overall. But for a Bears game, that was egregious, and I was getting pretty ticked. But all, I guess all's well that ends well. And since the Bears won, I feel no problem in saying how badly the refs seem biased against the Bears. <laughs> you know? I hate going there. You know, I really do. I, I almost never do unless the Packers are, are playing the Lions, in which case we all know it's true. But, um, <laughs> but the TD, that's oh, always yeah. – tie goes to the offense. I've never seen them call that an interception – because his knee hits the guy's body instead of the ground is that why it's an interception it's I don't know. convoluted and dumb and then the other thing is how is there enough to overturn it especially they didn't after- have an angle behind him which is what we needed right the one angle they didn't have is the only one that would have helped and so like how do you overturn it miller they probably got that one right it's just unfortunate yeah your guy but, man like, he redeemed himself but your guy gotta of. be better they all gotta be better that's another story is the wide yeah. receiver's Look at that. They're still very erratic. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't believe they're three and zero. That's the other lead. Like <laughs> that we can't bury three and zero teams. What is it like seventy seven percent of the time or something make the playoffs? Yeah, they're and now we've added a playoff team. They should yeah. be going to the playoffs. They, they could should. be a pretty mediocre playoff team, but they should be going to the playoffs. Think about this: the they have Saints, a jump start on being ten and six. If the Saints win tonight, the Bears are in first, first place alone. My Saints alone. 
your Saints. Nick. That's right. Now you're a Louisiana. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Vikings don't lost. Be the, Detroit, are they losing yet? Probably I losing, don't know. Right? I just... Well, it doesn't really matter. It's not the fourth quarter yet. They may be I've, winning still. I haven't been able to pay attention to any game since this because, you know, I'm still, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. You know, running around with, yeah, I, with my head cut off. I went out and threw the ball for the dog. and <laughs> like, how did this happen? Yeah, they're losing. Detroit's losing seven to three right now. Mm, but yeah, th- there's there's uh there's something to be said simply for being three and zero. And I know the detractors. I can already hear them. I agree with the point. They played teams that are now zero and nine. But you can't. That's a you good know, point. That's, that's what you're supposed to do when the the schedule randomness tosses you three beatable teams right away. Mm-hmm. Good teams win these games. Look at the league. It's crazy. Every game seems like it's insane. Yeah. The Bears have come out of it three and zero. That's yeah. an in- incredible jump start. Yeah, they could very well lose the next two and then beat the Panthers and be four and two, and that's still a pretty good start. I don't know. Are the Colts in? You think which Philip Rivers is playing? Because I know that's you're not going to dominate their offensive line, so you're going to have to win that game a variety of ways. Yeah. That's the other thing. Do the good teams beat you with either side of the ball, depending on the week and the matchup? Right. Yeah, and we did see that. You know, they they want to. A high-scoring game today. They did, and we'll talk in a few days about the Colts. We can, yeah, yeah, we'll get to stay that. on this game. But let's let's get to the wide receivers because man, <laughs> we still got things to talk about. For uh, the second week in a row, Allen Robinson mm-hmm. has a ball ripped away from him by a below-average. Is that fair to say below-average defensive back, up, back? At least they're back. Yeah, well, yeah. Actually, Bradbury's good. He might be a Pro Bowler. So when, on the Giants, but, but still, still when this you're, was a backup all the way today. When you're pounding your chest saying, pay me, pay me, I'm uh, getting disrespected, well, maybe don't let uh, players that you're supposed to be better than take the ball away yeah, from you, Yeah, especially I no in the end zone. It's affecting him, but last week he had his worst game as a Bear after throwing his little social media fit, mm-hmm. and it was fair to ask. This week, you know, he had a good game other than that play, mm-hmm. um, so that is encouraging, but at the same time, He's asking for a bigger piece of a shrinking pie, as somebody put it on The Athletic. Mm, One of the executives they interviewed anonymously. Yeah. I was like, dang, that's a good point. What do you do in that scenario? Well, now his, uh... That's why they're not just giving him 20, because they're worried about the cap going down. Yeah, yeah. Now his, the, his, he's not worth his, 20. His touchdown, though, was the, one that, the one that counted, that was awesome. That I mean, was. he broke a couple tackles. Yeah, that was great. I was like, keep doing that. Instead of having the ball ripped away from you, and then we can And talk it's funny him. because he is a jump ball wide receiver, not a shifty break tackles, make guys miss, mm. or break tackles because you're powerful Brandon Marshall type. Mm-hmm. Like, it was bizarro that those are the way the TDs and not TD went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's got to do yeah, – he's got to win those jump balls. And Anthony Miller's got to catch those. Type no, of that was first one. uncontested. He's got to haul that in. He's he got to haul that in. And he almost did. Just like last week, but he did against Detroit. So I think with the Bears moving forward, the real thing to find out is can the offense find some consistency? Because they also abandoned the run today, essentially. With they were not going up against a, a great secondary, so I can kind of see why. But the identity now has to be asked because it was supposed to be double tight ends and pound the rock and play action, which was a surprise for Matt Nagy offense. And now we're back to the Matt Nagy offense, I guess. But well, you can't run the Matt Nagy offense if your receivers don't catch more of those passes. And I love Mooney, but he had one he should have caught. Yeah, I was going to say The that. announcer was like, oh, I want to play. I'm like, dude, no, you never I turned know. around that... for the ball. They could have called interference, but I guess Jonathan Vilma, 
Jonathan Villa was horrible. Boy, they today. sure tried to hype I, him up during the broadcast, didn't they? I yeah, and I didn't remember him being that bad against the in the Detroit game. He did. He was, he was in the Detroit game. Yeah, he did. He and uh, what's his name, uh, the old dude that they brought out over. Anyway, that's not important. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the, the I, guy that always calls him something else, Fuller. You know, right? Fuller, yeah, right. Stockton. That's who it was. Yeah, Stockton. But, but uh, I thought that Vilma was pretty good that game, and he was horrible. Today. The Falcons face guarded twice with deflections mm-hmm. and got away with it, which I thought was kind of weird too. But I, I thought the same thing on that Mooney uh, drop is that he had it. He's got to you know secure it. I thought maybe that's just a rookie mistake to realize. Okay, not tucking it quick enough. I don't know. I don't think he like made a bad play. Robinson is worse. That yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Inexcusable. But the point is, you know, if if now the QB is supposedly better. We're going to need better wide receiver play, too, to be able to tell it. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they did fail Mitch. Let's not pretend like they were having yes. a good game for Mitch. But he was erratic. Yes, he was jittery. And when he does that, they suck. So, yeah. fine. Pull him. I'm totally fine with it. It's enough. We've seen yeah. enough. If you can't beat yeah, the Falcons, then forget it. You know, Because you're going to get smoked by Green Bay and Minnesota and whoever. Yeah. Or maybe not Minnesota now. But anyway, that, Minnesota. I think that was the right call. But to actually think, okay, this is an offense that's going to score 24 points to 30 points the rest of the way. This defense will usually win the game then, mm-hmm. right? I still need the, the 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 receivers to play better. And um, and I don't know what happened with the running game today. They couldn't block well, for a little while, and then they figured it out. Yeah, and how much of that, too, was the fact that they were playing behind most of the day? You know, that could I mean, be. I think I think that's part of it. Part My of point is, it's weird to have so many questions about a three and O team, but I'll take <laughs> questions about a three and O team versus, well, this team sucks any day. Last time they were three and O, do you remember? I don't know, twenty thirteen. Yep, Mark Trestman's yeah. first year, and so good. they finished eight and eight. <laughs> In terms of the odds, we've gotten the you didn't make the playoffs starting three and O, smaller odds out of the way for the franchise, so we should be good this year. And this friend, this team is in a much better place. Oh yeah, so yeah. the twenty thirteen had team had no defense, no defense, and you had Cutler who clearly didn't like Trestman and didn't care. And uh, Brandon was Brandon Marshall still around then? Yeah, I think so. Wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. Um, so... We also had a tight end sightings today. Graham, had we did. 60... I'm, I'm looking at the box score now: sixty yards okay. and two TDs. Hey, Rob, we're calling his game just okay. That's there was just that play. That's what I'm trying to say here. Mm-hmm. Ten for one twenty-three and a touchdown. That, that was see, what now that's, supposed to see. That sounds like eighteen million kind of money. Yeah. Yeah, not Those twenty. Those stats, 18, right. not yep. twenty, not twenty. Hicks with a sack and a half. Mac with a half sack. About five should have been called holds on him. There were so many. It was terrible. Every week. So we got to talk to refs every week. Yeah. And Bring it, it was even worse this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they missed a blatant one. They held Roquan on a big run. Yeah, like, 77. I don't remember oh his name, my but yeah. Gosh. Yep. Uh, and just, yeah, it's just a horrible performance by the refs. Why is it? You know, this reminds me of something you texted me during the game about uh, the what's the point of building a team on defense? The way the uh, rules are stacked against them, and the fact that the fact that Khalil Mack can get held every play. And nobody, no officiating crew seems to mind that. I mean, even Brian can, Baldinger is making videos about it. Yeah. You know? I mean, you can make a really strong case that building through defense is a fool's proposition with the current way that the league rules work and the way they're called and everything. I mean, holding calls are down a ton, 
I hope there's an overreaction soon because it'll benefit the Bears down the stretch if there mm-hmm. is. Kind of like last year, they said they were calling it too often. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, the, I guess the reason <clears throat> you do it is maybe it's harder to get that QB, so you can build the defense when you have the pass rush. Maybe I don't know, because I mean, it, it seems like to have a sustainable winning organization for year after year, you have to have that kind of QB play because. The, the the just look at the box scores every week. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I know it's a weird year, but the scoring <clears throat> is way up. Mm-hmm. And part right. of that is by design from the league's rules. Yeah, they want high scores. They want high flying offense. It sells, of course. Baseball wanted home runs after the strike, right? I mean, then it goes back yeah. and forth with the balls being different in baseball. But yeah. I feel like the officiating is is like different every year right now in the NFL, which is pretty mm-hmm. maddening. And mm-hmm. today was really bad. Yeah, they didn't even call a penalty when Cohen got his knee broken. By the way, I know. Yeah, always. Oh no. Yeah, finally a big injury for the Bears. He ca- he called a fair catch. Fair the guy catch. was like six feet behind him. Whichever Bears third stringer supposedly yeah. blocked him into it. Yeah, that's what Vilma said. Garbage. Oh, he got pushed into it. No, he did not. He did not. He got pushed like a full second or two before and didn't stop or try to avoid it. Like he took him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I got so frustrating seeing that play in light of all the other things they called against the Bears. And it's just like, really? Our guy gets hurt and you still don't care? Yep. Well, maybe that's what changed it. <laughs> yeah. Lenny, right, you got that bad juju down there. You deserve to lose. All right, here's my question. What do you say to uh, friends of mine who are going nuts on social media now saying, oh, look what Nick Foles did. He's so much better. He's so great. Yeah, blah, blah. Forgetting that they that he did this against one of the worst defenses in the league. Well, that's where you start. The second thing you say is, let's see how he looks when teams are scheming and yes. knowing he's starting. Mm-hmm. But let's also look, uh, you know, be very glad that he looked like a professional and, again, quick reads and an accurate throw. That's that might be all this team needs him to do. He's not going to scramble for 45 yards. Right. But what Mitch does is too erratic. I mean, you have to be more optimistic after what we just saw, right? Mm. But yeah, I mean, oh, Mitch sure. did it sure. to Detroit. But but I feel like what's the skill set that I saw from Foles is something that you think is more repeatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would I would say let's not go too nuts here. This was a, a Falcons team that you know does what it does, and uh, a bad secondary. I think we'll know a lot more in two weeks. I know that's not like a fun answer, but those are two, you know, a pretty good team. And then a team with a lot of question marks that has a ton of talent coming in, you know, so those two games will tell us more. Uh, Another thing I wanted to get your opinion on with the Falcons here, Matt Ryan, Matty ice. You ever do to get that nickname? And why do people still keep using it? I don't think it gets used as much as it used to, right? I don't know. I've always thought the nickname was cringeworthy. <laughs> I mean, like, 238, a TD and a pick, two sacks, and a whole bunch of flags in his favor today. He's very mm-hmm. limited. I mean, he reads the, he's basically Nick Foles without all the weirdness in his career, right? Like, he just stands there and reads the field and has a good arm, but he's not athletic. Uh, I don't remember all that many great fourth quarter comebacks. Maybe no. I'm just, I don't mean I don't watch the Falcons much. It just seemed like for years there was this push of oh, Maddie Ice, yeah, Maddie Ice, yeah. Oh, he's he's got ice in his veins. You can't rattle him. 
And I'm thinking, the guy has more fourth quarter breakdowns than any other supposedly potential weapons, too. There are people that think he's a Hall of Famer. I heard that this week. I did hear that. Like, excuse me? I mean, do you think he is? Do you think he's even a borderline Hall of Famer? If he gets in, it's going to be because he just plays forever and his counting stats are super high. Okay. But I don't think he is. I'm way more of a, what was their peak? Like, I think that's a far more interesting way to look at it. Like, Terrell Davis kind of thing. I know it's a running Mm. back. Mm -hmm. He's in because he just destroyed the league for like four years and two of them won a championship. He was the best at what he did for, yeah. Yeah, which is why Charles Tillman needs to get in the Hall of Fame eventually. Charles Tillman can... needs to because of the peanut punch being peanut punch. part of the vernacular, and his cumulative turnovers totals are right there with anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a different conversation. That is, we got, but we'll day. have that later. All right, yeah, anything yeah. else Next you want like about? One of your uh... tweets. Oh, he did. He liked my tweet, and I was so happy. Mm-hmm. I was, but it was my personal account. Maybe I mentioned that before, but that's okay. Anything else you want to uh, go over with this game here? This uh, uh, I think improbable win. How? Uh, yeah, there's a couple more. How this is? Is is this going to be the Bears road game experience? Because I don't know if I'll live through another six of these. Anytime <laughs> they want to just win from on the road from start to finish would be fine by me, or just any game really. Uh, we still don't have a kicker. I think it's hilarious that they signed Ugh. Santos because Matt Nagy coached him in Kansas City. First of all, he's <laughs> not the special teams coach. Secondly, that was three years ago, and this guy was absolute trash last year. Like, come on, cut this guy. Yeah. When as soon as Eddie's back, well, they will. Yeah, yeah Pinier will be back. Yeah. But the, the lack of kicking is still going to bite them some game, and that's that's just an annoying thing that I think looms. You know, it almost yeah. got him today. Do you think we could trade Mitch to Kansas City for Butker? Yes. All right. You then they'll be like the folks. Chiefs have Toma Holmes. <laughs> and we would have had Butker and Butkus, my friend. Part of me, when Mitch is gone, is going to be rooting for him because I think so much of this is just the absolute worst system fit. Mm. Though I suspect he's going to go the Blake Bortles route where he's a career backup with the occasional hot game. Yeah, probably. And yeah, Poor kid. Anything else league-wide we would have mentioned on the early games? Minnesota no. being 0-3 is, is worth a quick mention. Quick little jab. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody's hey, didn't... pick to win the division. We're... Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, they have not. Uh... How's that uh, Kirk Cousins contract looking? <laughs> but how do you lose when Dalvin Cook has 181 yards and averages eight a carry? Oh, I didn't even realize that. Their oh rookie receiver gosh. went nuts, too. He had 175 yards. Is their defense just poo-poo? Apparently. What was the final score? I don't even know. 31-30. Oh, I'm about to check oh. the highlights of that one. Henry had 119, oh. Tannehill 300. Oh. No touchdowns for Tannehill. Had a oh pick. My. That's a <laughs> wild game right there. <sighs> wow. We turn our attention to the Saints. Hey, how bad is the Carson Wentz and Philly thing going? What happened there? What's the? Well, I saw they tied the Bengals. Game. Tied. Oh, that was the final. The 23-23. Oh. Yeah, I remember Carson Wentz was going to be the next big, great quarterback. A few yeah, years yeah. Wentz had two picks and a fumble. I don't know <clears throat> if he recovered the fumble. Just how fleeting it is, I guess. Like one injury. Did, did he just never recover from that knee injury, you know? In a game of, like, seconds and inches, is just being that much slower 
enough. It feels weird Could to think be. that for a QB, though. Like, I was okay, running back, receiver. Yeah, it's always possible that maybe they don't ever recover. But I would, I would say, like, 20 years ago, I mean, Gail Sayers, rest in peace, you know, like that's yeah. a guy who would have had a better career now because we are better at treating that injury. Mm-hmm. So I feel like something else is going on there because. I mean, he's a QB. He's not really required to be that explosive. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been a crazy day league-wide. I want to give a shout-out to my friend Brian, who uh, has started listening. He even texted me today and said, you guys got to do an emergency con- uh, podcast, my friend. My and, friend uh, Brian listens, too. Whoa. Well, Brian mm-hmm. pointed out to me in a text today that uh, we have the same number of Super Bowl MVP quarterbacks as the Packers do. There you go. And I think that's a good point, my friend. Bears Super Bowl. There it is. <laughs> is it Brian with an I or Brian with a Y? No, it's Brian with, oh, yeah, with an I. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just saying, no, his last name starts with a P, but never mind. Mm. Yeah. All right, man. Anything else you got before we wrap this up? And uh, we'll chat again in a few days about the Colts. I think Indiana that's a wrap. Colts. I can just man three and oh don't don't bury the lead there either three and oh and I posted uh, a picture I hung my bears flag in our Kansas Kansas house here so gotta, gotta uh, rock my bears dress socks tomorrow that <laughs> that's right I'll do the same all, <laughs> all right thanks for chatting man yep. see you man I'll be back with Mark in a couple days to look ahead to the uh uh Colts game next weekend so that'll be fun to see if uh, can the Bears go 4-0 we shall see and also on the next show I want to uh, just bask in the uh, the Cubs winning the NL Central again third time in five years really is the best time to be a Cubs fan in the team's history and Chris Bryant's back with a little bit of swagger now two home runs in his last two games so maybe he is heating up at the right time and the way Bryant goes so go the Cubs so all righty well thanks again for listening go Bears and talk to you next time on the Meatball Composer you've been meatballed